This is Dawn Schuler, certified trainer and business consultant at the Schuler Group with the People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast. Why do you have so much employee turnover? This is a question we ask, albeit in a more graceful way, to some of our clients and other organizations that really probably need to be our clients. And I wonder if they're asking those questions. There's a company that has had almost 100% turnover, not in the key C-suite positions, but in all of the director, managerial, even lower level staff positions. And I have to wonder if they are asking themselves that question. If they're not, they really should be. Because if you look at the fact that they've had five different people in a director position over the last five years, that is a clue that there is a problem. If they bring on even C-suite people who don't stay for longer than six months, that's a problem. Some organizations accept the negative employee turnover and they say, well, that's just how it is. It's the, the model and we've accepted it. I refuse to accept that. I don't think they have to resign themselves to the fact that they're just going to have constant turnover every two years for their staff. That is such a drain on resources, and I would say even company culture. If the people who are there don't stay for longer than two years, and the workplace is a place that we spend at least a third of our time, then how are we having any kind of stability in the workplace? What kinds of relationships are they forming? Probably not very deep ones because, oh, I'll get to know this person and in two years she'll be gone. So why bother? So why bother making an effort? Why bother giving your best if you know that they're just going to be gone in two years? The reason I say don't resign yourself to the fact of, well, that's the model. It's because we don't pay very well. That's actually false. There are so many statistics out there that prove that that concept is false. 90% of employees are more likely to stay with an organization that empathizes with their needs. 75% of employees who leave their job usually do so because of a bad manager or boss. That has nothing to do with compensation. It has everything to do with the environment and the people. And for the second organization that said, well, employee turnover is just something we accept. It's just the way it is. 
do they not realize how much money they're losing? The cost of replacing an employee is anywhere between 30 and 50% of their annual salary. When you start looking at mid-level or even high-level specialized employees, then you're looking at anywhere of 150 to 400% of their annual salary. So at the very minimum, it's going to cost you 30% to replace someone. At the maximum, it could be all the way up to 400% of their salary to replace that person. Employee turnover is a problem organizations and companies must attend to. 82% of employees are continuously looking for opportunities elsewhere and 40% expect to have four to six jobs in their work life. Two thirds of people said that they made a mistake in going with their current employer or an employer in their past and they left the job within 90 days. So two thirds of people feel like they made a mistake. This leads to all sorts of possible solutions. Yes, there are challenges, but with every challenge, there is a solution. So those challenges could be anywhere between not hiring well, not hiring for the right people in the right seat. It needs to be a fit for the organization. Sure, you might hire the most highly skilled and perfect match resume-wise, skill set-wise, for the position, but if that person's values and deeper why do not align with the values and the deeper why of the organization, there's going to be a conflict. There's going to be a mismatch. They won't be happy and they will want to leave. Another challenge besides the mismatch in values could be mismatch in personalities. We do tend to gravitate toward those personalities that are similar to us. Yes, there might be that attraction to opposites, but for the most part, we tend to be attracted to those people who are like us. And when someone who has a very different personality is part of an organization, there's going to be some dissonance there because that person is going to stick out like a sore thumb. Now you might be asking, well, why would a person who is very different personality-wise, why might that person want to even be part of that organization? Well, I can tell you one reason would be because you you believe in the mission of the organization. You love what they do or what they stand for, and you want to be part of that. Another reason might be, and I have been guilty of this before myself, is a person can see where they can help, right? I can... I've got the skills, I can help turn them around, I can lead them in this direction, I can bring what I do and and I can save the world, right? That Superman or Superwoman complex. And if the organization and the leadership is not on board with that, 
they're not willing to make changes. They're not willing to do things differently. They're not willing to look outside of their own limited viewpoint. Then it doesn't matter how good you are or how committed you are to the organization or the great ideas that you have or your abilities. It's, it's going to feel like a fight. And I have a feeling that with that first organization I mentioned, where there's been almost 100% turnover, other than um, the founder and the CEO and a couple of other people, it's probably because it just ended up being too much of a fight. Who wants to go to work every day where they're having to fight for what they truly see is the right way. And I'm not saying that means that these employees who left or who were fired, they were right and the organization was wrong, but there's obviously a misalignment, that dissonance that I mentioned before, that banging your head up against a brick wall and an inability or a refusal to see it differently. Another reason for high employee turnover could be that there was misunderstanding about the actual roles and responsibilities. Maybe the role was advertised or presented as such and such, but when the person actually got into the role, realized it was much more than that and said, I just can't deal with this. This is is more than I bargained for. This is not what I signed on for, and so I need to leave. Now, if it's that same position where there's the constant turnover, that's what tells me it's an organizational problem and it's not the employees who left problem. If an employee leaves, that could go either way. It could be, you know, good riddance and good thing that that person is no longer part of the organization. But if the same position has the revolving door turnover four or five times in the same number of years or fewer, that says it's a problem with the organization. And so the challenge may be not clearly defined roles and responsibilities, possibly not enough compensation to deal with the true, real roles and responsibilities, a mismatch between the organization and the individual. So what do you do? What if you're one of these two organizations that I've described? What if you have almost 100% turnover? Or what if you have turnover over a couple of years and you've just said, ah, that's the way it is. What do you do? I'd say first you decide Is that truly the way it is? This is more for the second organization, but it could apply to the first one. Is that truly the way it is? What if it could be different? And what do we need to do to make it different? 
in exit interviews, hopefully they're conducting exit interviews, does the employee who's leaving say why he or she is leaving? Or do they use the excuse of, well, I just needed a job with better pay, or I had a better opportunity? Because that is, that's the really easy way out. Is there a way to get the real truth? So that's first. Why are they leaving and what does that tell you? And what changes then can you make? The second thing to do, and this is, this is hard. This is part of that emotional intelligence and maturity of individuals and organizations, is looking within and saying, where could it be our fault? Where could it be us? And maybe not them. There's a saying of when you point your finger at someone, you have three more pointing back at you. In some cases, that's true. And in some cases, it's not. But in this particular instance, I think it's true. Are you pointing the finger outside when you should really be looking at the three fingers pointed inward toward you? And then the third thing is to look at all the data you've acquired in first the exit interviews and can we do it differently? And then what is it about us? What information are you getting from those queries? And what does that tell you about how you could do it differently? Do you need to just accept that you're only going to hire people of a certain personality style? Are you going to change some of your policies from within? Are you going to really clearly look at the positions and their roles and responsibilities to see if what you expect is reasonable? Could you look at compensation? Could you look at the company culture and morale? If there's constant negativity or aggressive behavior, arguing, dysfunctional communication, that could be a reason why people are leaving. And so do you need to look organization-wide and culture of the company and make some deep changes there? This is a big conversation, more to be covered in just a single podcast episode, but it's really important. If you have employee turnover, and it's not a number or a percentage that you're happy with, in other words, you'd like to have less employee turnover, what questions do you need to be asking the people who are leaving? What questions do you need to truthfully answer for yourself? And what changes can you make so that you're not finding yourself hiring and training and hiring and training and hiring and training over and over? If there's any way that we at the Schuler Group can help, please reach out on our website, www.theschulergroup.com llc.com and sign up for a complimentary consultation. 
We've created hiring processes for our clients. We've redesigned existing hiring processes for our clients. We've helped determine what is the best person from values and deeper why to personality styles as a fit for their organization and a fit for particular positions. If any of this is something that you'd like to investigate and pursue, let's have that conversation. And until next time, may you thrive.